Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome into Critical Thinking. I'm Andrew Coppins. He is Pat Oni. Pat, what do China, moral society, and gun violence all have in common? Uh, it's Truth or Fiction Tuesday. Bingo, bongo, bango. That's right. It is a Truth or Fiction Tuesday right here on Critical Thinking. Good Truth or Fiction Tuesday to you all. Like I said up front, I'm Andrew Coppins. He over there is Mr. Pat Oni. And uh, we, we host this wonderful show called Critical Thinking. And you can watch it every single day on the Rumble page, rumble.com backslash critical thinking, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. Of course, download, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. For those that like to listen to us and don't like to see our beautiful faces every single day, which I don't know why you wouldn't want to. Well, at least my beautiful face and then that ginger over there. I was going to say, if they, if they do the rumble thing, it's because of me, not because of you. Whatever your little ginger heart desires. I mean, I am the one with the beautiful hair. At least anywho, anywho, on that delusional <laughs> note, um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first with our first of two truth or fictions? Uh, I'm going to let you decide. Okay. So I think I'm going to go first. With my truth or fiction. Fair enough. And this is going to have some slides to it, so you're going you're gonna to want to watch this. Okay. All right, so truth or fiction, Emmanuel Macron, the president of France, Macron was both right and wrong when he warned Europe not to follow America's lead on China. Now, before you get into that, Pat, I'm going to set the stage because you might be asking to yourself, what the hell did he say? Well... Emmanuel Macron, according to the Daily Wire, says Europe must not become America's followers in confrontation with China. The full quote, the paradox would be that, overcome with panic, we believe we are just America's followers, Macron said on Sunday. The question Europeans need to answer, is it in our interest to accelerate a crisis on Taiwan? No. The worst thing would be to think that we, Europeans, must become followers on this topic and take our cue from the U.S. agenda and a Chinese overreaction. So again, I ask you, truth or fiction, Macron was both right and wrong when he said that they should not become America's followers. Huh. Um, I'm going to say truth. Because he's right that he probably shouldn't follow America and what's going on with China for the sake of following America and what's going on with China. Because it really may not be within their national interest to do so. However, what would be in their national interest to do so, and this is why he would both be right and wrong, is because Taiwan, being the um, 
was it the number one semiconductor for uh, computer chips in the world? I mean, that's going to impact everyone, it, depending on what China does with Taiwan. It's not just going to impact the United States. Mm-hmm. So that's why he would be wrong in that, like, whatever China decides to do with Taiwan doesn't just affect the U.S. It affects Europe, too. So it is also Europe's problem. So that's why I would say he's both right and wrong from from that standpoint. Okay. Um, I'm I'm intrigued by the fact that you chose truth here. I thought you might go fiction on this one. But I agree in so much as that this is truth, but for a very different reason than you, Pat. Well, I'm curious to what what other reasons there could be because there, I, I do think there could be more than that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, but but ultimately, I'm I'm sticking with truth. Yeah, and and I'm sticking with truth because he is right that um that they should not follow America. But he's also wrong in here because he would he went on to talk about how America has had Europe's back, and here's the deal. His suggestion is that Europe and the European nations as a whole, the European Union, should not mm-hmm. follow America's lead. Yet, they request and require and don't pay their fair share into NATO. They don't pay their fair share into any UN organization. But mm-hmm. they're going to request and require that America take its own self-interest off the table and Ukraine. World War II, right? Look at look right. at how long it took us. Yes, it took us a while to get involved on the Europeans' behalf. And in hindsight, had we known more, had we had more intelligence as to what was really going on with the Holocaust, I think that would have tipped the scales no matter what. But the, the Europeans want their cake and they want to eat it too. Okay. They on the one hand they want to say we don't want to be America's you know B I T C H anymore right we don't want to be that we shouldn't follow their lead because we have to we have to not blindly at least look at our own interest as a European Union mm-hmm. as France as England right we have to we have to take a look at that and 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 make our own determination we can't blindly follow the U S. But on the backside of that is the requirement that when Europe says jump, we say how high. It cannot be a two-way street. So he is right, but he is also wrong because he is a flaming, bleeping hypocrite. He is an absolute hypocrite when it comes to this because he, at a drop, would suggest that America owes Europe. Right? That somehow right, we right. owe protection to the European mm. Union or protection to this. But when we have our national interest served by the potentiality of protecting Taiwan, no, 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 no. They, they don't got our back. Well, well, what about um what about um when they went to war in Afghanistan? Okay, yeah, you're right. They went to war in Afghanistan, but that was a internationally um important moment this 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 was not a situation in which only americans were killed europeans were killed people from the middle east were killed in those attacks on 9-11 so both america and europe 
their interests were served by fighting that war in Afghanistan and attempting to remove the Taliban. Now, we can talk about how we failed or or whatever when it came to solving that mission. Uh, that's a whole different story. I'm simply talking about um, the jump how high portion of this. Mm-hmm. If you don't want us to require you to to say how high when we tell you to jump, it's a two-way street. He only wants the one-way street. And that's why this is both right and wrong for me. That, that's a fair point, too. I mean, I, I didn't quite have the same take, but I think all of that is also true. The The, the way that the, his response is, I mean, they want us to come and help them whenever they need it, but they don't want to have our back at the same time. And by the way, you mentioned um, how Afghanistan was an internationally important incident, moment, however you want to look at it. Are, are you really going to, is he really going to make the argument that Taiwan is also not an internet or an important international moment? Because it would be. I, yeah, I mean, you also have to realize that France and Europe more largely, Pat is mm. looking at this from the perspective of is America an economic powerhouse going forward? And are they going? Are they attempting to split the baby here? A hundred percent. They don't want to tick off China. They don't want to escalate the situation. Right. They talk a little bit tough to America, and maybe behind the scenes, Macron is like, "Hey, wink, wink, nudge, nudge." But I also struggle from this perspective of if China goes to war, right? Who benefits in terms of who wins? So you want to be on the side of the winner if you're the European Union. And my suggestion would be that China being the winner is bad news for you because they're going to bend you over the barrel. Now, they have flirted with socialism. They have, you know, done the the they've dipped their toes into the waters of socialism, whatever euphemism, whatever, you know, um whatever saying you want to use, right? They've done it. But what is going on right now with the protests in France with Macron, right? We're not covering this here in America, but literally they took to BlackRock's headquarters in Paris, okay, and burned it to the ground. They have been out in the streets protesting Macron like crazy over the last three weeks or so, and it's gotten violent. It's gotten nasty between... Uh, um, the police forces out there, Macron's police forces, and the citizens of Paris and other places in uh, France. We've seen police, like the local police, walking off the job and joining the protesters. We've seen some really violent, violent things going on. So there's internal strife happening all across Europe that is not being largely reported on here in America. So my suggestion to Macron is get your own house in order before you worry about whatever's going on. And then on top of that, figure out who actually benefits you. We have already seen France's willingness to tidy up to Iran, right? And what do we know who's been buddy-buddy with Iran? China. China. Russia. Right? Now Saudi Arabia. So are they positioning themselves to to help the European Union become stronger, become more of a partner, 
should America lose? Are they looking at this from a strategic bet point of view? I happen to think so. Again, splitting the baby, right? Right. There will be a time in which you can no longer split the baby. And I would suggest this. If I were the president of the United States, I would lightly remind France that we have had their back for the better part of an entire century, if not longer than that. World War One, the Treaty of Versailles, World War II, we saved your ass. Thank you for helping us in the revolution, right? So our repayment to you was what? Staying out of your revolution and and staying out of your business until World War I, in which we saved you. And then we saved your ass again from full-on Nazi occupation in World War II. So we're more than good on the, yeah, but the revolution statement. So I would just gently remind them that we have always had their back. We have always had Europe's best interests at heart. We have been paying your bill into NATO for decades at this point, right? I would just remind them gently of these points and gently suggest to them to think about what happens to the economy of the European Union when China holds all the cards to semiconductor, uh, to battery production, when they hold all the cards to all the global warming initiatives that Europe has signed on to. That's what I would do. Now, with that being said, Pat, let's go ahead and move forward to your first truth or fiction, which is going to... Well, I also wanted to bring these up, Pat, because I also thought these were salient points that I had seen online that kind of mm. shifted a little bit of my my thought process here. And, and the first of these came from Matt Stoller. He says that I don't actually object to Macron saying what he said. I agree with him. The U.S. should stop ordering other countries around and shouldn't give orders to Europe. But the flip side is that we should also stop subsidizing European economies and focus on our interests. He continued to say there's a tremendous amount of whining about U.S. hegemony. The thing is, U.S. hegemony is very bad for America, and many in the rest of the world, especially elites, really want U.S. hegemony. They're uh, through, or though our diplomats and Wall Street love it, we should end it. What I dislike about Macron isn't that he says what he said, but that he doesn't mean it. He's the first one in D.C. whining about the U.S. acting in our interest with the Inflation Reduction Act. That's what a non-hegemonic America looks like. Not your piggy bank. And and I think that kind of goes along with what I've been talking about in so much as he wants his cake and he wants to eat it too. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. All right. Totally so then let's that. go ahead and move forward to your first truth or fiction, which happens to deal with China. What is your first truth or fiction, Pat? 
So truth or fiction, condemning evidence will come out about Biden's bank account being linked to China and will be impeached, convicted, removed from office, and tried for treason. Mm. So I'm going to say both on this one. I know it's kind of a cop-out, but I think this is both truth or fiction. Um, so you're saying that he'll be impeached, convicted, and then tried for treason. I think Correct. that's fiction. And here's why I think that it's fiction. Because he will be charged with treason, impeached, and convicted of that charge. It, it, there will no there will be no separate charge the charge from congress will be treason except you can't indict a sitting president though right that, that, that's not why a, I that's not that's not what an that the impeachment process is that mm. you submit a charge okay mm-hmm. as the the house of representatives submits a charge of impeachment that charge of impeachment is a violation of of either treason or high crimes and misdemeanors of which you must prove your case in the Senate being the jury. Okay. Right. So the charge being brought forth would be treason. He would be impeached, removed from office and then likely hung or whatever else. Right. 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 I don't necessarily believe the, the last part will be a hanging because I don't believe our federal government allows for that anymore. But I do believe that he would spend the rest of his days in federal prison. Okay? And that's what a conviction politically would do. I don't believe you charge him with treason beyond that. um, Because that is such a very difficult criminal charge to to prove. Um, A political charge of treason is very different in the House and conviction in the Senate. Mm. I believe the truth part is that condemning evidence is coming out and we already have seen some of this condemning evidence which by the way pat um last time i checked uh, cnn still has yet to mention the name tony bobolinsky anywhere on air on its website a link nothing exists when you search cnn.com for tony bobolinsky to this very day yet we have evidence after evidence and i want you to hear because pat you brought this up um, James Comer, who leads what committee again in Congress? The Oversight Committee. Um, yeah, there's indication that they have the goods. And, and my suggestion is we knew this a long time ago. We knew this two and a half years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three, almost three and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just hear Mr. Uh, Comer on this one. Any closer to to learning who the mystery Biden is who received those millions from China? No, and the reason that's taken so long is how many different bank accounts and how many different LLCs that the Bidens had, which is, that, that right there is a red flag. That's one reason they got so many bank violations. I mean, if they're in a legitimate business, why do you have to have so many different LLCs? And why, when China sends you a wire, do you have to send it through one, two, or even three LLCs to launder it before it then hits a Biden bank account? 
I mean, th- this whole thing stinks to high heaven. And uh, once we get into the LLCs, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they set their bookkeeping up. It'll be interesting to see how and if they paid any taxes on this revenue that was coming yeah. in from our adversaries around the world. And what <laughs> all did they write off? Yeah, let me claim my Chinese money on my tax return. Unlikely. By the way, Hunter Biden in New York City selling art, yet it's Donald Trump that has to report to the Manhattan DA tomorrow morning. Uh, It's incredible. Uh, Congressman, Chairman, thank you so much. Yeah, so I I have a reaction to this because it's twofold. He's right that that they have to get into the LLCs, right? He's right about that. but. Right. The suggestion that an LLC and how you set up doing business is necessarily nefarious is insane. I have talked about this a million times. If you are smart in America right now, what are you doing? You are setting up a trust at the very top of the list. You are purchasing your next home or property under that trust. And all of your money... All of the things go into the trust, but underneath the trust, you layer it with a layer of LLCs dependent upon what types of things you are involved in. Are you investing in property? Do you have stocks and bonds that are outside of an IRA, right? Um, are you investing in, in businesses? Uh, do you own a business, right? Those things then go into different buckets of LLCs. And then if you are owning property, the smartest move is to own that property with a secondary LLC. So here's how this structure works, right? You buy the property under LLC 1, which is owned by LLC 2, which LLC 2 is owned by a trust, but you don't know because you can't see it. That's the whole point. So what you're doing is allowing for the federal government to not be involved in your business, There is nothing nefarious about that. There's nothing wrong about that. It is called protection from the harassment of the federal government, by the way. Now, can people misuse how you set up these things? Absolutely they can. How many drug lords have misused the LLCs and and laundered money? I'm not suggesting that that is not the case. But how he presented this, he's got to be careful because simply having an LLC is not just some weird... That, that is just smart. If you talk to any sort of tax attorney, any sort of accountant, right, and you're looking at investments, you're looking at setting up a business, they will advise you to set up multiple layers of protection for yourself. That's the point of a trust, LLC1, LLC2, funneling all into the trust, is that it is layers upon layers upon layers of protection from the federal government and from other individuals. So your business and your personal liabilities are a thousand percent separate from each other. That's the point. So you have to be careful because there are a lot of ordinary everyday Americans who have this very same setup in place for their property management, for their businesses, for being a sole proprietor, right? Your mom and pops all that own uh, the restaurant down the street. They likely have it in an LLC or an S-Corp. Is that nefarious? Is that bad? The money funneling into the LLC, bad? No, but you have to be careful. But on its face, Pat, I agree. 
that that they're going to have to do some more digging. But it is very clear that uh, the pattern that exists of how they're benefiting from all of this. And to establish that pattern through these LLCs is going to be important. What say you? Because I would so like both I, truth or fiction. Yeah, I, I, I'm i actually going to go with fiction, period. And I'll explain why in a minute. Okay. Um, but I, I agree with what you said about the LLCs. And I, I, I hear uh, James Comer on this in terms of, you know, we have to investigate these things because we have to be able to, to – have actual proof like because like and i think that's why he's saying that for for the reason that you just mentioned is why he's saying what he's saying yeah it's just it's just how that mm. if you're james comer if you're kevin mccarthy right right you have to be very precise in the language and the language must be this is how i would present this the the biden family appears to be abusing our business setup system to benefit themselves right with chinese money directly flowing to them through pass through ventures just right. leave it at that so so this is why i'm going with fiction though like I, I, and i hear i hear james comer i hear he's i hear the evidence that that's being presented of what they have so far and it from from all intents and purposes they're going to continue to dig because they they've They've got to be able to prove this, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm going with fiction because it's in the hands of the GOP. Okay, that's a fair that's a fair assessment. But <clears throat> here's the thing, though: it is not as if they don't have already the bank statements, right? What the they have ninety nine point nine percent of what they need already. The missing portion of that is the missing name that is attached to that last LLC, which is very likely Joseph Marionette Biden. Well, that that's true. What I'm what I'm saying though is, yes, they have this evidence. Yes, they are are very close to having all the evidence that they need to do what they need to do for impeachment and for all intents and purposes. What I'm saying in this statement, right? Mm-hmm. The question I have is, what are they going to do with it? And and are they actually going to follow through? So th- I, until I am proven wrong, because the GOP has has essentially asked for this in in their record in in recent decades of how they how they do this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They they don't deserve the benefit of the doubt, and in in this case, you are for lack of better terms, guilty until proven innocent until you actually can prove that you can do something and do it competently and follow through. So that's why this is fiction for me. And and that's a fair point. Um, The other side of this is how many other people would be exposed or left to exposing themselves in their dirty dealings in China. I'm thinking of you, Mitch McConnell. I'm thinking of... Quite a few people on the GOP side who don't want that known, right? Right. So you are fighting an uphill battle. But I will say this. I think there's a likely chance that Mm. by, I would say, September, maybe October, we're likely to to see this happen, right? Because if you go into January of 2024 without the goods, it's over politically. Oh, I agree. 
I don't see a path to doing this to Joseph Biden in 2024 because what does it really look like? The banana republic that we are, right? Like you can't on one hand, <coughs> excuse me, you can't on one hand scream political persecution of Donald Trump with the Manhattan DA and the charges potentially in Georgia and da 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 da, right? And then on the other hand, oh, it's January 2024, and we're now going to impeach you. Yeah, yeah it, no. your, your time to get this done is now. And, and especially in an election year. Correct. Shit. That's my point, right? You, you can't on one hand say, how dare you do this to uh, a sitting or former president who's declared a candidacy, and then on the other hand say, yeah, but we're going to do it to the other side. You, you can't say banana republic and then right. be the banana republic. Right. So let's see if they're better than that. Let's see if they're smarter than that. And I'm willing to withhold judgment, but I, I firmly believe that there will be a smoking gun here. Um, I think it's already existed. It's just that they, the media, I right. believe the the political establishment, the you know all of the things that we have talked about just don't want to see it yet. And I think James Comer is doing some of the best uh, God's work, if you will, in uh, attempting to expose this type of corruption. How quickly can he get those answers is going to be the the key to this puzzle. So that's why right. I went and with both it, truth or fiction as well. And I, I totally agree with that assessment. But again, I, I, I stick with fiction until I'm otherwise proven wrong. And that's that's fair enough. All right. So let's go ahead and move forward to playing a little bit of the B or not the B for some good old central bank digital currency, courtesy of Dominic Izzo. All right, so today's headline, Pat. China arrests man for scaring 1,100 chickens to death. China arrests man for scaring 1,100 chickens to death. And while you're thinking about that, folks, do not forget the greatest pick-me-up in the morning, the greatest way to start your morning is with some coffee brand coffee because they don't care about your politics. They care about providing a good product at a valuable price. And that's it. They don't want to know that you have fealty to the left, fealty to the right, fealty to libertarianism, any sort of that sort of stuff, even though they have their own personal politics. That's it. They, they don't care. That's why they named their coffee coffee brand coffee. That's it. They just want to focus on the coffee. And I believe you can still get a free grinder for every $75 purchase by going to coffeebrandcoffee.com, entering the promo, promo code Critical thinking at checkout for 5% off of your purchase. Again, coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code critical thinking. Coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code critical thinking. So many great flavors, so much good stuff. I've got the bourbon right here in my cup. No, not just straight bourbon, the bourbon flavored coffee, Pat. I'm not not drinking at 7 a.m., unless that's uh, for tailgating purposes only. I think Andrew's philosophy on this show anymore with the way the world is going is that it is five o'clock somewhere. You are correct. And yes. probably, probably needs an AA meeting at some point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the uh, headline, do you need it one more time? No, because I actually almost chose this one yesterday. This is not the B. Damn it. Yes, this is not the B. China has arrested a man for scaring 1,100 chickens to death. 
Don't get me wrong, it's very wrong to scare any chickens to death, but to scare 1,100 of them to death is also pretty impressive. And yet, that's just what a man known by his last name, Gu, did after a year-long dispute with his neighbor, chicken farmer Zhang. According to Zhang, the feud began in April of last year after Gu cut down trees on the Zhang property without permission. Gu, the person cutting down the other people's trees, was angered when Zhang's wife had the trees removed from their property. Gu, being the apparent crazy person that he is, sought retaliation by scaring their chickens with a flashlight. His scare tactics were so successful that 500 chickens attempted to flee from the light and trampled one another to death in their panic to escape. Police arrested Gu and gave him a fine and sent him on his merry way. At this point in the story, you could argue that he was merely trespassing and the chickens were so dumb they killed each other incidentally, which would be more akin to manslaughter rather than premeditated murder. But oh no, the story does not end there, because Goo's thirst for revenge was apparently yet unsatisfied, because he came back a second time, causing an additional 640 chickens to perish. This time around, a court in the Hunan province... Ah, oh, where have we heard that before? The Hunan province, Pat. Hmm. Is that where Wuhan is? Um, believe so. But anywho, um, sentenced him to six months in prison and one year of probation. But I've got a feeling we haven't heard the last of Goo. In six months' time, he'll be back to his home next to the chicken farm, and I have no doubt this saga will continue. <laughs> what in the absolute hell? I, I I had to send that story to my mom, too, because she's the crazy chicken lady and has, like, 15 chickens, and so it's, yeah, it, it I, it's... I also have a, a very real question when it comes to this, Pat. Mm. Um, were these chickens ready for slaughter and then put product of USA because you do realize that 80% of all the meat that we consume says product of USA, but is not from here. It's a product of the USA because it's shipped here, processed here, but it's raised elsewhere. There are many, many, many companies that you should look into um, that provide ranch to your house uh, services. I would suggest looking at those, looking at local butchers uh, who can butcher up whole cows and pigs and chickens for you um, and and do it locally. Yes, it may cost you a smidge more, but at today's price point, they're not paying much more. All right. With that being said, um, we're going to go with your second truth or fiction first, since I went okay. first last time, Pat. Okay. And your second truth or fiction is... Truth or fiction, moral society no longer exists. Um, where is this coming from, Pat? Ooh, you might want to play my second clip. Uh, do I? Do I really have to? Dude, if I saw it, you have to see it. Need to provide that culturally competent care in general for all communities, but in this case for our LGBTQI plus community, I think it needs to start in our training and in school. Future healthcare providers, the next generation, is focusing on giving problem-solving skills so that healthcare providers, even if they don't know everything, because no one can know everything, at least know the resources and how to find that information. I think medical schools could do a lot more with training new doctors to understand the diversity of the world. My doctor, his work is about affirmation. He's dedicated his life to making his patients feel seen. Start with 
do no harm and no judgment. I think it's absolutely wonderful that LGBTQI plus people are being educated to work in healthcare and are working in this field. I think it's really important that as we do that, this we expand care for members of our community, that we educate our peers and allies in, in terms of cultural competency. We first have to acknowledge that we've made great strides, especially in the base levels of tolerance. More and more healthcare providers know to ask about pronouns. Okay, I can't take this anymore, Pat. I, I, I can't. I, I, they're not talking about some innocent, benign way to do this. So mm -hmm. I'm going to suggest that I'm going to go with truth on this. <laughs> because you know we can ask the questions what is a woman what is a man we can we can look at our society taken over by the spirit of the age and then we can also look at um a quote from a founding father right our constitution is wholly inadequate to a society that isn't moral basically right our, right. our constitution is only adequate for a moral and just society it is wholly right. inadequate to any other and what, what was being meant by that is that without that morality, the frameworks, as much as we put in place, right, whether that was realizing the Articles of Confederation were too loose, putting the Constitution then together, then the Bill of Rights coming off of that Constitution as frameworks to and guideposts from government overreach into personal life, right? Right. It The— the whole point of the Constitution is not the rights of government. It is the rights of humanity that government must protect a positive, right, or a negative instead of a positive right. right? Negative rights meaning they come – they that government is there to protect rights, not give rights, okay? And a moral and just society can, can help in – continuing that but when you flip it on its head you lose it and i'm about to lose it because dick is a dick right dick levine here um is a major dick or or a rear admiral ha 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 ha, ha. right you're, you're welcome for that yeah um, yeah i see what but, you did there but is he isn't isn't he a vice admiral the first uh, transgender vice admiral, or whatever the hell they they call it, yeah, I believe in the civil service, like the yeah. highest ranked trans. I mean, I mean, whatever the hell. Yeah. The other part of this is that this is cat out of the bag type stuff. In so much as they just told you, it is not about anything other than teaching ideology to scientists or to people who want to become doctors, teaching a political and social ideology to them. This is akin to eugenics in as much as there was a whole movement to teach eugenics to scientists, to doctors, to hospital administrators, right? Two, did you notice we have to teach this new generation of doctors and do what? Indoctrinate them into your ideology, not teach them proper medicine, right? Not teach them the X's and O's of heart surgery or the X's and O's of 
family practice, right? But the X's and O's of trans ideology. If anybody tells you that there's no such thing as trans ideology, play this video. And ask yourself why then must they teach and people need to learn about this. My doctor affirms me. I'm going to give you a real big hint to that person who said that. Your doctor doesn't give two bleeps about you. How do I know that? Because your doctor is spending 90% of his day or their day or whatever, right? Filling out paperwork, hiring people to fill out more paperwork on, on their behalf. And I use their behalf because I don't know if it's a man or a woman. Not because they identify some sort of way. Because that's the proper language for identifying somebody when you don't know if they're a man or a woman. They don't care. They don't have enough time to care. They may look at you in the face and tell you what you want to hear. They don't really care. How do I know it? Because I grew up around doctors and nurses and people who work in emergency rooms and all sorts of stuff. Yes, they are people who have empathy, who have large swaths of empathy that don't exist in other parts of our society. I'm not suggesting that. But at the end of the day, they're not there to affirm a damn thing about you. They are there to figure out why the hell you're in the office, what kind of paperwork they're about to have to fill out, and what will minimize that. Oh, by the way, um, mm, that sounds like something for somebody else, and they're going to shove it off on somebody else so that they don't have to do any more paperwork. That's what's wrong with our healthcare system. It's not focused on care. It's focused on get the hell out of my office. But it's all about ideology. We have to train, right? Did you hear that right away? Training, learning, education. Not everybody can know everything, but we have to send them to the right resources. No, no, no. A good doctor will find all of the resources, read all of the resources available, and figure out a path for themselves because they're able to critically think. You don't want critical thinkers in doctor's offices. You want ideological puppets who will go to this re specific resource given to them, plopped into their, their, uh, their system, right? Their computer. Oh, here, go here. So that it's only one resource, one set of information, right? They don't want you to to learn that maybe you also need some mental health. Oh, and by the way, we're going to send you, even if we do that, to uh, affirming mental health. What's affirming about lying to somebody? Right? We can go down all of these roads. I just happen to believe that this is absolute truth. When we watch this video, there, there's nothing moral about this. Right? It would be one thing to say it is important for us to to give uh, a plethora of resources to the doctors, right? That maybe they're blind to this set of resources and that they need a holistic approach so that they can understand the totality of the issue in front of them. Instead, it's all about affirm, 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 affirm my ideology, not my medical needs, 
not my mental health needs. Not about that. It's affirm what I believe about myself. And if you don't, you're a bigot. And so we're going to set up a whole generation of doctors who are wholly in, ingrained into this. And we've seen it, right? You look at that. I think we played the video of the Penn State um, indoctrination. I mean, uh Hippocratic, oh, wait, no, some secondary oath statement to all the new doctors. We played that. No, that like, was in Minnesota. Or, yeah, the University of Minnesota, excuse yeah. me. I knew it was the, one of the Big Ten uh, schools. Yeah. Also, just another reason to hate Minnesota. But anyway, um, <laughs> oh, it's such a terrible place. Seriously, it is it is awful. Anyway, um, it's politically awful. The weather can be terrible. The Vikings suck. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. <sighs> Anywho, uh, but beyond that, my, my larger point of that is that we are watching an entire generation of our healthcare apparatus be indoctrinated. That's not moral. And I would suggest that it would be the same case if we were to tell them that they must do the bidding of Christianity now, if that is the choice that you individually make to set up your practice based off of your faith, that would be a wholly separate situation, right? Sure. But they are literally telling you, you must say this and do this in order to graduate, in order to get a license, in order to practice medicine going forward. Not that we're going to just be a, a little resource center. No, no, no. We're going to provide you with the information, quote unquote, and then shove it right down your throat and up your rear end while you're at it. <sighs> so those are my thoughts. Your thoughts, Pat. Truth or fiction on this statement. Again, that moral society is gone. Uh, truth. And, and the, I'm going to say this for a slightly different reason than, than you. I agree with everything you said, by the way. However, I thought about this from this standpoint. If you were going to dismantle a moral society, where do you start? Mm. I would suggest in the classroom where you can separate kids, students, mm -hmm. from their families, from where they are grounded um, in, in some sort of morals and indoctrinate them. And then as you raise them up through that system, they get into college, grad school, they are full on indoctrinated. They, this, they, they believe in everything that you have put in their heads, essentially, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. including this crap coming from Dick Levine and these other individuals in here. This is not... And, and I, I would even argue it from this point. From a healthcare standpoint, this is also signaling that a moral society is is no longer exists because if you are a good doctor mm -hmm. you don't affirm anybody you tell them exactly why they are there what they're there for and then you take care of them and treat them and and hopefully god willing cure them of whatever ailment they have but right that's not what they are there to do they are there to tell you exactly what's wrong it's not there they're not there to affirm they're there to essentially prepare you for whatever it is mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that is wrong with you 
in theory, you are correct. In practice, that's not what is going on oh, in medicine I, I, at all. I know, I know. But if as if, you've if, experienced if, yourself, right, right, thousands right. of times probably in your life, like they're not interested in the root cause. They're not interested in figuring it out. They're interested in perpetuating a system where they just send you around and around and around. Because there nobody until you finally find somebody who cares about figuring out the root cause. Right. And good luck. Because that could take years. And, right. and I've talked about my personal journey through that hell. Right. And 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 it's switch from my dealings with this from a child to to where the the doctors that were educated in the seventies and the late sixties, right? Um right. And practicing in the 80s and early 90s were dedicated to knowing the family, knowing your history, understanding your medical needs, your issues, and finding root cause and then treating root cause so that you don't end up having to go to the doctor. Let's put it this way. I was on a first name basis with our family physician, right? The pediatrician or not even the pediatrician, but our family doctor, right? A family practice doctor, right? He knew me. Today, if I went to that same to a family medicine doctor, that person has no clue who I am. None. Zip zero zilch. I, I have to tell the same story over and over and over again, even though some of it's in the chart, right? You can just look it up. What what the hell? How do you not remember that? The the, the focus has shifted completely away from that that understanding of the patient to understanding the system. Anywho, um, I totally agree with you. Um, I think, you know, I, I, I struggle with this because people will say morality is subjective. It's not for it's me. It's not, yeah. Um, there are hard and fast laws and rules, right? Why do we have right. a law against uh, murder? Well, well, b- because, 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 because it's bad. Why? Right? They, right? they never answer. They can never answer why it is subjectively bad there's an objective reality to that and it comes from knowing that killing another human being is wrong and that is a moral code well different people can have different moral codes you're right hinduism has a different moral code than uh bushidism right or different than than uh buddhism or different than uh muslim religion or different than Christianity or Judaism, right? They all have differences, but there is a commonality that murder is bad. Why? Right? They can never answer why on a subjective level without morality coming into the picture. Well, it's because it's morally wrong. Why is it morally wrong? It's morally wrong because every religion recognizes the humanity that exists within one individual. And we have stripped the humanity out of the situation. As we talk about with the doctors, right? That's my point with this. The hum- the, the story that I tell about the, the shift, right? The 80s and 90s, doctors knowing who you were to today, they don't have a clue. Why? Because they don't see it as a human issue. They don't see, they, they've been indoctrinated into a code that doesn't treat hum- you humanely. Or So I'm just going to leave it there. The morality issue for me is a society is a question of are we seeing a society breaking down? And this is a prime example of that breakdown 
of not just a moral society, but our society, period, our governmental setup, our moral setup, right? We talk about the spirit of the age. We talk about all these things. This is the representation of that. We have to indoctrinate, we have to inculcate, if you will, an entire group of people to believe our, our ideology and then go forth and spread it through medicine? Well, hold up. That's not morality. There's nothing moral about that. I would suggest, again, the same thing is if we as Christians decided that the only thing that we get to do is we're going to we're going to indoctrinate and every single doctor that comes through must treat based off of christian morality no 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 just no that's not the the message of jesus christ now would i prefer people to to look at it that way yeah i have a preference right i would love my doctors to understand christian morality and and look through the lens of of how do you treat people? Because it would get us back to treating people on a humane level, on a one-on-one interactive level, and, and getting to root causes and understanding of, of the holistic person. And that, we're not interested in that. We're only interested in characteristics, right? But anyway. We're more, we're more concerned about niceness versus kindness, exactly. if you will. Yep. Yep. That's a great way of putting it. All right, so my second truth or fiction, by the way, deals something along the moral lines, but truth or fiction, there is no solution to quote-unquote gun violence problems, and we need to stop thinking that humanity can be perfected. Truth or fiction? Uh, Truth. Uh, I, I go with this because people, bad people are always going to find a way to do bad things. Laws are no laws on the books. Uh, humanity is not perfectible from a humanity standpoint. It never has been and never will be. So if people are going to continue to do bad things and find ways to do bad things, whether that be guns, knives, or whatever whatever weapon of choice you have laid before you, they're going to find a way to do so. You cannot, you cannot perfect an already imperfect species. We... we can't do that that can only be done through god and god himself therefore this is this is a hundred and twenty percent truth yeah i i um let's just say this um i'm just gonna say this um this is the lie that the left has—this is the greatest lie the left, the socialists, the—whatever label you want to put on them, the commies, whatever, right? This is the greatest lie ever told. Because ultimately, what is what is the point of the socialist movement? A, quote-unquote, perfection of the human condition, right? That everybody becomes equal. Everybody gets the same, right? Everybody has the same outcome. And that is an impossibility if if you believe that humanity is an individualistic pursuit. If you believe that it is only a collective pursuit, might, maybe you can believe that, but that is a lie. It is an absolute, unmitigated lie because we all are born with free will. All of us are born with it. And that free will is given to us by God, in my viewpoint and in the Christian viewpoint. 
right? And I, I just, I struggle with this because, you know, we've talked about this. Just read St. Thomas Aquinas on perfection. What does St. Thomas Aquinas say on perfection? He says it is impossible in the earthly world. Why? Because the only perfect state of a human being is upon death. And what does he mean by that? You are free of sin. You are free of everything upon death and, and, uh, and admission into heaven. You have become free of all the earthly sin and all of the, the vice and all of that sort of stuff. It doesn't exist in heaven. Therefore, you become your perfect self. And it is unachievable on earth. That's the reality of this. The only perfect person is God, right? Right. Jesus Christ thus being the, the embodiment of that perfection, fulfillment of Scripture, fulfillment of prophecy, right? And I... To the other point of this, Pat, the gun violence side of things, yes, you are right. You could take the gun away, and we still have an issue because we are dealing with mental health issues. We're dealing with imperfect human beings. We're dealing with evil. Evil will do evil. And can we attempt to better help those who need the help? Yeah. I don't disagree on that. I think we as a society do have a problem with recognizing, understanding, um, destigmatizing, and most importantly, um, making sure that people get help uh, help for mental health issues. I really firmly believe in that. And that's where that comes to for me, is that we we can do better. I'm not saying you don't attempt to do better. I don't think you don't look at data and say, huh, maybe there's an area in which we could plug a hole, right? But we have to get rid of this idea that if we we're even if you wanted to say, let's strip the Second Amendment away and take all the guns, is that the problem we're solving? It, it, or is that a symptom of a problem? And thus, can the problem actually be solved by the solution you're providing? And nobody who is on the side of take the guns will ever recognize I've had this debate a thousand times, and I just refuse to have it on Twitter because everybody goes to their corners, right, with the shooting that happened in Kentucky yesterday, the, the, the shooting in Nashville last week. What do we know about the person in Nashville? What do we know about the Colorado Springs shooter? What do we know about the El Paso shooter? What do we know about this shooter and that shooter? Most of which had mental health issues or taken over by evil, like the South Carolina shooter, right, who the evil of racism was the motive there. Um, also had mental health issues. We can do better, but that doesn't mean that we assume guilt before innocence. We have to do better about finding a way to 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 give those people help and and not bury our heads in the sand when it comes to these issues. Right? You look at the parents. Well, we knew that there was something wrong. Yeah, your first clue is that they believed that they were a, a another sex. Not just a different gender, but a sex. They wanted to be something they cannot be. You know, they talk about trans races. Uh, 
like Rachel Dolezal and Sean King and all those things. That is mental health. That is needed. And we should pursue that. But also alongside that, we should also pursue measures that will protect them and make them safe. Um, and that includes, you know, being careful about what we do for those who are, we have to balance those things out. And I don't know what the exact answer is when we balance the mental health versus your your rights, right? I don't know what the answer is, per se. I just struggle with the fact that there's a hole that we can plug, and I'm not sure we're doing it correctly. Because the, the answer in red flag law is you're guilty until proven innocent. N- no. How about no? How about um, it is on the people who want to take away your right to prove that your right should be taken away? How about we go there? Instead, we have inverted that relationship. But at the end of the day, gun violence is not something that's solvable. How do I know it? There's a video that was out there from last night um, in New York City. There's some sort of verbal altercation. A guy just takes out a gun and uh, shoots at the dude, misses him, goes uh, finds the guy. So the 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 argument likely over, right, at that point in time? Yeah. What does the guy do? About five minutes later, finds where the guy was, runs up to him on the street, shoots him point blank three or four times, okay? The guy falls immediately to the ground. The guy comes back, and he's clearly already dead. He's not moving. He's not breathing, okay? Shoots him in the head and uh, the back about four to five more times, just in case, and then comes back a third time to do it. You can't solve for that. Well, well, well. If he didn't have a gun, okay. He would he carry a knife? Oh no! By the way, he's likely a criminal already, right? Therefore, not following the law. So, how do you put the genie back in the bottle? You Australia, don't. New Zealand, they don't have the same cultures that we do. Uh, I just well, well, the, the the mass murders. Oh, really? You just don't hear about them. We don't hear about the mass stabbings that happened in London. We don't hear about the acid attacks. Bad people are going to do bad things. We cannot protect and perfect humanity. It is not a possibility. We have to stop thinking that our laws, our government, our system is supposed to be set up for a perfection of humanity. We just have to. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals today. As always, Matthew 547. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.